great candidate for this podcast is because I'm extremely meticulous and the, the shining beacon of analness. This is Polykill, where two men, outnumbered by their games and at war with time, undertake the quest of defeating their lengthy backlogs. Please adjust your seat and prepare your ears for the banter of your hosts, Jake and Travis. Hello and welcome to the 23rd episode of the Polykill Podcast. As always, we're your host, I'm Travis, the retro gaming nerd. You can find me on the Twitters and the Instagrams, at TravPlaysGames. And I'm Jake. Uh, not so much a retro gaming nerd, I do enjoy him though. I do enjoy him. You can find me on the Twitter, at the McAxel, and same handle on the Instagram. I don't really post much to Instagram lately, I should do more. You should. Uh, yeah, it's just been random stuff lately. What helps me is just having a cat. That does help. They're very photogenic creatures. Yeah. They offer up a lot of opportunity for being silly. and Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't have a cat. I don't have pets. Oh, I know. That's fine. But uh, You should get one or steal someone else's. Just I could do that. I could take Ralph on the way out. You could. You could do that. I, could do that. I might do that. Uh, Collect Call 6 with Benny happened. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it was a great one. Yeah. yeah talked a lot about home brews. That dude has stadium events. Like, talking to someone that has stadium events, it, I feel like it kind of elevated me. It's like talking to Indiana Jones. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he, you know, he's an energetic guy. He was totally into talking about uh, his work with uh, K-Hand Games and working for, uh, doing a little work for Retro USB with their AVS system. So, if you're interested in any of that stuff, I would say check out that interview. Check out that podcast. Pretty... Pretty informative in terms of interview podcasts. That was good. I liked it. On the radar. Beep, 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 beep. Games on the radar. Uh, late July. Uh, I got a big, hot, fat dick. I got nothing. Yeah, I know that, I but at, like, what, what games do you want? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I looked at that list. There was there was literally nothing that yeah, I cared about. Yeah, there was there was one that I liked. Okay. Uh, and it is uh, I Am Setsuna. And this is one that I've kind of had my eye on. I think the trailer or a teaser or something dropped for it months ago. And um, I wasn't honestly sure if it was going to make its way west. It's a Square Enix turn-based RPG. And it's really just like they took the formula of Chrono Trigger Mm. and just brought it forward into like new gen. But at the same time, like... People complain because, like, it doesn't break new ground. I'm like, I don't really care if it breaks new ground. If it plays, like, Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VI, then I'm on board. And it's, like, a, a new story where you got this little, um, this girl who's, like, I don't know what's special about her, but something special about her. Hmm. And your party has to protect her. As, as you, and is it top-down? Yeah, it's top-down, turn-based. Yeah. It's beautiful, too. I like, miss those games. Yeah, and that, that's what attracted me to it. It's full-price release. I was kind of hoping it was going to be, like, a 30 or $40 title, but it's full 60 so i'm like yeah maybe i'll wait my nostalgic scrunt and it is a scruntful nostalgia (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know where to go with that okay Uh, but yeah i that's the only thing that it actually released on my birthday too so i was like oh happy birthday to me well yeah happy birthday to you oh thanks uh but that was it that was like anything else i saw i was like "Mm." well that sounds pretty neat yeah you should check out the trailer it's only on ps4 and pc Mm. but um you know you you could get it on pc if it if it uh tickled your fancy it'd probably actually be cheaper on pc sooner that's true so as as it goes, mm, it what do you go think that about way. that Pokemon Go? I do think we should at least mention it so we can hashtag it in advertising this episode. So <laughs> yeah, so we can get some traction. Yeah, have you had people come into your yard? No, that's happened. I, to I've me. seen people walking down my street. That that's fine. I don't care if people yeah, walk in my street. No one's walked in my yard that I've seen. Honestly, I really haven't paid attention. I don't even care if small children are in my yard most but if of you the get time. Adults wandering yeah. around. Yeah, there's actually an adult. And I hope he wasn't just appraising my house, mm. but he was holding his phone facing toward my house, standing in my yard, grinning, which is creepy. A little. And I assumed Pokemon Go. I didn't run out and ask him because I was basically just like, what is going right. on? You didn't Why go are you there? Grand Torino on him. And-, and then he hustled off. I'd never seen him before. I don't think he lives in my neighborhood. Probably does. Like, which is worse. It, if it were like a neighbor, I'd be like, uh, Steve, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Are you taking pictures of my house? Huh? <laughs> yeah. But my no. windows are open. What this are you doing? A, huh? a random person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a weird phenomenon. I mean, it, it's definitely something I'm not going to complain about. I feel like there, basically there's in the people that I associate with, I'm not going to call them all friends, hmm. but there's this kind of dividing line. There are these people who are just absolute apologists for it, who are just like, Pokemon Go is the best thing that's ever happened. It's great. It's fantastic. It's bringing people together. It's getting people out in the community. And like they're, they're just looking at 
the positive side of it. And then on the other side, it's just these cynical old people who aren't old, but they have old way of looking at things. Yeah. And they just hate it because everyone else likes it. Like that they're just reacting because it's popular. Like, eh, Pokemon Go, I ain't got time for that. I'm an adult. Or, like, yeah. I literally saw that all, like, for the first two weeks it was out. It was just all yeah. I saw. I, I think I, I might I might split as both. Both. I mean, I I do think it's it's completely innovative. It's helped Nintendo out. Yeah, you know, it's got them out of a, what you might call a dark t- dark period in terms, you know, financially even. Yeah, they've uh, yeah. they gained a lot of of stakeholders and money and everything. And you got to think it's that nice. merchandise sales for Pokemon is oh, going to yeah. go up. The other, you know. Um, versions of pokemon are going to go up yeah because it's, it's luring in people that have yeah, never played done it like before. oh you mean we could let the kids play pokemon and not have them wander around at mm-hmm. night like they can just sit in their bedroom and do it that might right. be safer you know that might be some yeah. people's view yeah you know? yeah that's, that's a good point and yeah i think uh I, I do think it's innovative i do think it's getting people out yeah. um but i think it, it, it's getting people out that don't have a lot of common sense sometimes so sure. they're, they're doing a lot of ignorant things and that's not the game's fault right and i think that's where i differ from a lot of the people that are against yeah. it they, a lot of people want to point to the game if this Nintendo. game wouldn't have happened then these people wouldn't have been stupid yeah no those people were stupid to begin exactly with. Yeah. yeah like you know i read the report this morning that and it was all over reddit that a guy was was doing pokemon go while driving and he ran, ran into, into a, a police, police officer, police yeah. officer uh, his car that. i think that's just idiocy yeah. that's just that's stupid yeah. and uh it, it is something that worries me as a transportation researcher that people are doing this while driving and sure. openly admitting to it They're, yeah you know they are yeah yeah there's, there's all kinds of posts on twitter like hey everybody else is looking for pokemon but i'm doing it while i'm driving yo and yeah I, I saw an i think it was ign that posted like an amazon deal of like a phone mount for a bike it's like now you can do pokemon go on the go while you're biking i'm like no yeah. don't spread that stop so yeah it's it's those foul few that you know, pe- people get mad at the media for always jumping at video games for causing some type of, right. you know, I, stigma with the world. But it's it's just people are stupid and and they do it and and the media has something to latch onto. Just don't be stupid with yeah, it. Just don't be stupid. I mean, that, that's all I Pokemon. ask. Pretty much yeah. at any point, just don't be stupid. Don't be, don't, don't trespass. Just do just yeah. within the rule. I mean, fuck. It's just yeah. it's a we, game. We have a uh, a military arsenal and ammunition plant near us, and. They, oh, yeah, they, they are, are getting in trouble. Yeah, they're getting going. in trouble for getting in there. And, like, I think they're petitioning Nintendo to remove that area. Yeah. So. And I'm sure they're not, not, they're not oh, alone. Yeah. I'm sure there's yeah. everywhere that are like, please. So, just don't. Yeah. yeah. It's not worth it. Stop wrecking funerals. We will shoot you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. So th- we, we can we can both agree that there are some there are some things about it that are, um, that can be, fa- that can be changed. Like, sure. you know, removing certain, certain yeah. landmarks from, from ever being included. But at the same time, people just have to be smart. Yeah. Just please. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right. So that's pretty much it for I, Pokemon I will Go, say, I think. I kind of got I'll, it out of my system. Yeah. I will say one thing that was oh, pretty sure. cool. It like my I was at my in-laws last weekend, and my father-in-law has never uttered a word about a video game. Mm. Not once. I mean, he's 53-year-old bridge foreman, has been for 40 years, like... He was a bridge foreman. He was thirteen. Yes, that's impressive. Well, I mean, he worked on a bridge when he was thirteen, oh. but you know, he's been building bridges for forty years, maybe longer at this point. And he just I said, "What do you guys think about this Pokemon Go?" And I was like, "Okay, that's something." Yeah, that's reached that's, uh, a whole new level. Yeah, that's something. So well, anyway, to, to me, that's cool. That is that's very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, what happened last episode? Do you remember? I don't remember. Let's find out. Let's find out. Previously on Polykill. Trav adds a new doom to the backlog and knocks a handful of games off his slate, including Wolfenstein, New Order, and Life is Strange. Jake knocks out Oxenfree, Firewatch, and the brand new Inside. Caltech re-ups their sponsorship of the podcast. Kickstarter's failure to deliver quality on-time games is the topic of this guy. All right. Did any of your uh, Kickstarters deliver in the last couple weeks? No. Damn. Nope. Oh, well. Not a peep from him. Maybe not even an update email? Nope. Man, yeah, that's sad. That is sad. Your bad luck continues. <laughs> okay, I'm over it. Um, added to the backlog. Yeah. Games added to the steaming pile of shame that we call backlogs. Mm. The whole reason we're here. Yeah. Uh, what did you add? I added two games, and technically I just bought one. I didn't add it to the backlog, but mm-hmm. I really do want to play this game in half for a while. So the first one was New Doom. Of course. Doom 2016. You did it. I did it. I bought it. Love it. Played, I played through the first two levels. It's exactly what I thought it was. 
perfect. Yeah. It's really perfect. A lot of fun. Yeah, we've talked about it to, to a great degree in the we past. Have, but and that's why I'm not going to labor it. The one thing I will say, and I think I mentioned it to you in passing a few days ago, is like they really just took all the cumbersome crap out of the modern era first-person shooter. Yeah. And it's just like, just run and kill demons. Oh, it's amazing. And it, it made it fun again. You know, you're not like duck for cover, lean mm-hmm. out, you know, quick scope. Yeah. You know, no, you just run at these things and keep shooting them. Yeah. Make FPS great again. Yeah. Yeah. Again. And it's just literally, you have to get close. Yeah. You have to get in their faces and that, that's how I play. Oh, it's so fun. So yeah, even when I'm not doing me. well, I'm still having fun. That's, oh yeah. That's a good sign. Oh yeah. Absolutely. What about you? What else did you add? Cause I had one more bit. Well, oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I got this PSP at a yard sale a few weeks back, actually on the weekend of July 4th, uh, neighbor having a yard sale. I never expect anything from a neighbor yard sale. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I'm pretty accustomed to going to any yard sale and not finding anything, much less just being able to walk out of my house to the left. Yeah. But um, amidst, amidst all, like, the farming equipment and, like, quilts and, like, old Field and stream like, magazines. Rand books and rusty chains and shit that this guy was getting rid of there was uh what is he doing exactly there was a psp and uh and a game and the power cords and everything sitting there and uh i was there was no price on it and i was kind of confused whether or not it was even included in the yard sale because it was in like a garage portion it wasn't out in the front like everything else i just kind of wandered into the shade because it was hot and uh i was like how much for this and lady looked confused she's like how long man i'll go ask and she runs in the house and comes back out and says, is $20 sound good? I was like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> nice. So I gave her 20 bucks for it and uh, got it home. It turned out that the L- the LCD screen wasn't great. A lot of scan lines. Mm-hmm. Saw a YouTube video. Was able to change it out myself for Smart. less than 15 bucks. So really, I've put $35 into it. And they usually go for what, 50, 60? Like uh, maybe, yeah. You know, um, they're not terribly pricey. I yeah. think it was still a good deal. But yeah. you know, being, being able to do that on my own and kind of learn a little something about yeah, changing fun. out a screen, was, it was a good experience. For sure. And uh, you know, just by having I'd never played a PSP game before, so mm-hmm. I kind of want to kind of want to deal with it some. Does it have the nubs? One nub, one nub, and then, okay, and then the buttons, okay. Um, and so uh, I've I've gone on a spree here recently. I've picked up a few, but the one I wanted to start with was Daxter because I've not played any of the Jack and Daxter okay. series, and um, kind of enjoying. I've heard Daxter is actually a really good game too. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. I mean, yeah. it's um, I mean for the series and for PSP, it's a good mellow out game because it's essentially just. Um, you know, if you think about Banjo Kazooie, just like a collectathon, right. like you, your little missions are just go here and collect a bunch of these eggs or whatever, and come back out. I mean, it's just a little puzzly, yeah. you know, a little action, little romp, and I think it's fine. I'm yeah. enjoying it, so that's cool. what I've added to the backlog. I think it's only about seven hour game. I maybe put a couple, two and a half or three in. So very cool, through. yeah, very cool. Yep. What about uh, what else you got? Yeah, I, I snagged uh, Divinity: Original Sin, or yeah. as I call it, the OG Sin. OG Sin. OG Sin on uh, Xbox mm-hmm. One. They had it seventy five percent off. Yeah, no, I, I actually on, also picked this up, and I haven't yeah. added it to the on deck yeah. circle yet. Right, but I agree, that's a great. How can you yeah. pass up that deal? And like, I have been looking at this game for well since two thousand fourteen. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've been aware of it. It was you know the original version. Uh, was kickstarted, kickstart, if you yeah, will, kickstarted, and um, I, you know, obviously, I didn't back it because I was burnt. Hmm. Uh, but it, you know, did well, did well critically. You know, yeah. 150 Game of the Year awards. People love this, and then they like here's an enhanced edition for consoles. And uh, you know, I, I almost pulled the trigger a few times when it was like at 30 bucks. I was like, ah, I just can't do it. Like, I mean, I had it in the cart, like ready to hit confirm, and I was like, I just can't do it. Just and can't do it. I think we might bring this game up again uh, in the discussion, but mm. it is a, a commitment, and I think it that's is. why I've not added it it's to like the on deck. Sixty-ish hours, yeah, yeah, and, which um, is substantial by today's standards. I, I think you know that's just a story. That's just storyline. Yeah, like yeah. Fallout, you can put two hundred hours in, but if you just want to do the story, you're looking at eighteen or twenty, right? You know, so for for that to be like sixty-three hours before you get credits, that's yeah, that's impressive. That's a that's a chunk, yeah, chunk of time, big commitment. So that's why I've not added it to the on deck circle, but I couldn't pass up that that deal. Much, Cannot. much like you, I couldn't cannot do it. Couldn't pass it. Have you played cool. any of the other uh, Divi- uh, games in the Divinity no, series? No, I have not. I played one, and I was just I was just googling was right it the now. Dragon one. It has a. It's something about a dragon. Yeah. I I I'm, I was going to look it up right here. I think it was um, like on the 360, right? Or OG Xbox. It was on the 360. Okay. Yeah, and it was okay. I had there's a lot of frustrating things about that game. Hmm. So it's when when this game came out, I wasn't too excited. I was like, oh, Dominion. Okay, gotcha. I played a little bit of that, but and then I read about it and looked at a lot of the the trailers yeah. and stuff, and it's it's a very different take on the series. It is. It. Yeah. Um. 
much better. It looks much better than, than the one I played. Yeah, it's that isometric, turn-based RPG, Baldur's Gate-ish D&D yeah. stuff, which, you know, I, I it's not often, but occasionally I really do want to scratch that itch yeah. and just, like, get into that. And um, I actually do want to like play the perfect vehicle for it. Dark Alliance for, I think, the PS2 and the Xbox. Xbox maybe you had it. Uh, First Xbox maybe you had it. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, I know for sure PS2 had it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been wanting to play that, and uh, Josh had had it at one point, and he, he unloaded all of his PS2 games on me, and, and the case was there, and the game wasn't in it. Uh, like Madden was 2006 or something in it. Uh, Divinity 2, the Dragon Knight Saga was the okay. one that I played. So yeah. I don't recommend that one, actually. Yeah. I think it's it wasn't that good. a little cumbersome. Uh, yeah. So th- those are games that we've added to the backlog. Powell's yeah. Shame continues to grow. Yours just took a big... Yeah, my, mine got really big, but... Mm-hmm. In terms of hours, yeah, yeah, but you know, I think it's uh, I think it's manageable. So we'll sure, see. I mean, I'm getting right ahead into the fall semester, so I probably won't be anything again until December. Just so everybody knows. Well, you, you said you're going to be some things over the summer. I did. Mm-hmm. I yeah. did. He did okay last time or last last yeah. Uh, episode. Yeah, yeah knocked a few things out. A few uh, games that we've completed. This is where I didn't do so well. Yeah. Nothing. So like I was saying, like it is the summer. It is summer. <laughs> yeah. You didn't complete anything this this like, but we're on a quick turnaround. This is. Um, you know, it's been a little less than two weeks since our last episode yeah, was, was, yeah. was actually kind of, That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's been it's been quick, and I've not had a lot of time. I've been preparing for, for wedding. Nuptials. Getting married in, in a matter of days. And by the time people hear this, I will I will be nuptial, yeah. nuptialized. Yeah, you will. Yeah, so um, so I got a lot of that going on. It's not a whole lot of time for games, but yeah. you remember, uh, remember playing Altered Beast on a Hoss and Out video <sighs> that we put on YouTube not long ago, a yeah, couple months back? Yeah. That was a good time not, not a great, great not a great game i didn't think so then okay um and there's still i have some problems with it now but i i would hesitate to i would not enjoy rewatching us play that because mm. i'm sure we were awful oh, maybe you know and i think that's what maybe made it entertaining sure because we no, were definitely we were awful yeah. at it yeah and and we came up with you know that's where fist wind was born foot and wind. scrunt or foot wind and fist length yeah. and you know we had a great time with with all that and uh, I appreciate all 18 to 19 people that watched it and enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it's still there. It's still funny. I mean, it may just be one guy just on a loop. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. Well, you know, what a fan that guy would be. But actually, uh, I have it on the Genesis. We played the, the Sega Genesis Classics on the PC when we did that video. We did. And I was like, I kind of, I you know, I have this game, and, and people say that it's it's pretty easy to beat. I don't know why we were having a it's tough kind of, time. Yeah, it's kind of a Hallmark game, too. Yeah, it really is. Was I mean, it arcade? It was. Okay. Yeah. And so I plopped it in the Genesis and took a few rounds on it and realized, I don't know why we were so bad at it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that difficult. Gotcha. Um, but it, it is a little sluggish to control still. And and I want to say it maybe even felt that way in the arcade, if I remember right. But it just seems like you're, you're kind you're, of trudging through clay a little bit. Yeah, your guy's like really heavy. He feels like he's got a lot of weight to mm-hmm. every movement. But it maybe took me, I don't know, it it's only takes maybe 15 or 20 minutes to beat when you... If you string together oh, okay. the perfect run, okay, nice. But it maybe took me an hour and a half to to learn that fifteen minutes, fifteen twenty minutes to nail it down. Cool though, yeah, yeah it was I mean, fun. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I guess so. That you beat that one, and that was that was what your that was my yeah my completed okay cool yeah an altered beast altered beast knocked it right out of the park. Yeah, I recommend it. I think uh, if you give it another chance, it's not. Too I, bad. I might do that. I probably won't. Yeah, but okay, yeah. that's fine. I'm just I'm just being honest. No, it's it's fine. That's fine. You get to turn into a tiger and another wolf. Wow. Woof. So two woofs. A bear. And a tiger and a bear. And a, and a dragon. You're making shit up now. No. No, it's it's awesome. I'm telling you. It's like a Jack London novel on steroids. Okay. It's great. It's great. Um, and you didn't beat anything. I did not. No, I, don't, I barely even played anything in the last week and a half. I doom a little bit. That was, that's seriously about it. I, I haven't played much. Hmm. So sad. I know. Things that are not sad, though. Yeah. As always, this uh, this episode is sponsored by Cowden Technologies, LLC. LLC. See. Caltech specializes in building full stack, not half stack, whole stack, full stack web applications utilizing modern technologies like Ruby on Rails and AngularJS. If you're looking to take your business idea to market or have a software need that's a, that can support your goals... Contact Cowden Technologies for a free consultation. To get started on building and launching your concept, email sales at cowden.tech. That's sales at C-O-W-D-E-N dot tech. And thanks again, Cowden Tech, for re-upping the sponsorship and continuing to support our podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank that you. That is very, very awesome. 
All right. And so the long play, games that we're playing most, uh, taking up most of our time. Yeah, a lot of of length in the game. Uh, I actually didn't put a lot of time into my long plays. I uh, I actually spent a lot more time on... Side stuff? Well... Not even that. Maybe I'll get to that in side quests, but yeah. Um, I did play a little bit of Doom, though. I mean, it's great. It's fun. I'm, I, I feel like I'm actually sa- savoring it. Like, Yeah, it's kind of my thought. It's like, I ah, don't want this to end. Yeah. You know, and I did, I did play, a, a, I think I can. we can discuss it since that's really all I played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did play some multiplayer. Yeah. How is yeah. that? It's good. Yeah. It's really good. I really enjoy it. It's, I think it's because it is that run and gun mm-hmm. just, and the loadouts that they give you to begin with are just, here's a minigun and a laser rifle. Here's... A super shotgun. Right, they don't hold anything yeah, back. Yeah, it's just like, here, go That's wild. Awesome. Yeah, have a rocket launcher is the default weapon. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, the, the whole um, build-up, level-up system for a lot of games work for those other games. Yeah. But for Doom, um, just kind of the way it's packaged is just kill shit. Balls like, to the wall. That's That could have been the name of the game. If kill they, shit. If, yeah, if, like, for some reason, it you know, it couldn't use their own property and name it Doom... <laughs> If they could have just named it Kill Shit, yeah. it's still perfect. It is. It's great. Yeah, and then the, the multiplayer matches are fast, the matchmaking is good, and there's lots of unlockable color palettes and skins and armor and stuff for your character, plus some nice taunts and celebration dance moves that are animated very sweetly. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Uh, what about the, uh, was it, the snap thing? Uh, snap map. Snap map. I haven't yeah. messed with that yet. Yeah. It's a, it's a different mode, mm-hmm. so I haven't, I haven't touched it yet. Okay, man. I was I was curious about how a lot of that worked. Yeah, I I, yet. I guess we'll find out eventually. Cool. I, I put a little more time into Sherlock Holmes: Crimes and Punishments. C and P. C and P. Uh, not not a lot to talk about, but just yeah, you know, still slogging away at it. Okay, still, still having fun with it, still. Yeah. Um. The the cases are a little longer than I anticipated. It could be that I'm just stupid, or mm. like like one I spent a lot of time on. And it ended up I needed to find like this one thing. I just didn't walk past that spot for like to blip up to say inspect. Oh, and so okay. I wasted a lot of time looking for something, and like that kind of annoyed me. But you know that's the game. But as you're saying, but yeah, you're playing a detective, so exactly. Kind of, yeah, you can't really get mad at that. I can't. Yeah, but it just um, I, I was really frustrated. Like, where the fuck is that hook? <laughs> and I traveled everywhere and talked to everybody again, and I even put the game down for like a week and a half and picked it back up and kind of had to refresh mm. my state of mind, and I did everything all over again. And Hoping for that time away would just yeah, solve the problem. Finally, I just walked past something, and a little blip popped up, and I was like, are you kidding me? Mm. Okay. So, yeah, just a little stuff like that. Felt um, a little cheated, maybe? Not even. I just felt stupid. Like, I could have... this this I, Two hours of my life uh, mm. could have been devoted to something else right. instead of wandering around. Looking for a hook. Yeah, just... Uh, but that's the game. It is an, it's, I'm, in, I'm enjoying that it's a investigative game. Mm. Like, you know, that's that's fine. I just was really bad at that one case, <laughs> I guess. Um, so that's that's pretty much it for our long plays. Yeah, that's about it. Games on the side. This Games is where it might get interesting. Games on the side. Yeah, that was nice. It might be. Yeah, what what's uh what what's your what's your number one game on the side? What have you been dealing with the most? The most. Um really I look forward each each night to either Josh or you are available to play more Plants for Zombies multiplayer mm-hmm. and when I'm waiting for somebody to get online or whatever, I'll I'll do a little bit of the campaign mode because yeah. I give you coins. Sure. Um, I don't really care about the story, but it's a good way to get cheap money yeah. or free money. Yeah. Or, um, get them sticker packs start money. busting yeah yeah that's that's pretty much it for me like my goal I guess um, is just to unlock as many characters and experience as much of what they got in the game as possible uh, you know I don't really I don't know I just I'm, I'm still liking it I don't know if I'll ever get to a point that I'll be retiring it yeah, I mean, I'm sure I will, but I don't. Sure. I don't foresee it anytime. There's time. nothing else like it though, which is the good part. Yeah, that there's is... nothing else that can really fill that void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So uh, the whimsy, the art, and the you know the modes aren't necessarily terribly unique, but just the, the way they go is just a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I had a ton of fun with. Um, we played. Uh, typically, we play garden ops because it can just be the two of it's us, and so we don't have to worry about you know some imposter online player jumping in and right. owning us and making us feel inept. Instead, we we to tempt it one night because I think you get your money quicker in, in those multiplayer modes. Than you, you do. do yeah. So yeah. I was like, well, let's try this. Cause you know, garden ops is getting a little stale, not much, but you know, just 
mix it up. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. And we we did this thing called suburbanation, where you just hold down little. It's like capture the flag. Okay. And uh, did that for a while, and it ended up being not bad. And you know, still earned a bunch of sticker pack uh, coins and railed mm. away at it, man. Mm. Just stick pack never gets old with the sticker packs. Yeah. Speaking of that, slight yeah. segue. Did you hear that Rocket League is getting that too? They're getting sticker packs. Well, they're doing like or the a, um, yeah, a version of that. Yeah, the, kind of like the um, loot boxes in CS:GO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, ah, see, now you're going to drag me back into it. That's like sprinkling crack on your crack. It is. It's like, yeah, yeah. dusting a crack rock with crack dust. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Something yeah. like, yeah, sure. I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah you shoot either. that, though. You put it, you put the crack rocks in the needle, and then you shoot that I into I don't room. have any idea. I don't either. I'm I, just making stuff I haven't up. done that stuff in years. Yeah. Um, not since the 60s. Not since the 60s. Um, but real quickly, the the other thing that I, I was going to say, it's kind of a tie in terms of my time. Okay. The Secret of Evermore for the, for the Super Nintendo. I put it down for a while because it was kind of frustrating me and kicking my ass a lot. Okay. It's, and you bought the guide for it, right? I did. I, I stooped that low. I mean, honestly, I don't really have a problem with it, especially for some of those old games, and especially if you're trying to experience those old games. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I did give it a hearty, noble effort at first, sure. and I just kept getting, you know, I, I kept getting confused. Like, where am I supposed to go? I kept getting my ass kicked. I kept, you know, this and that. Just it was frustrated all the way around. And I get the guide and realize there's a lot of stuff that I would just typically overlook that's pretty important. Mm. It just doesn't, you know, having played a lot of, Square Enix and Square games and Enix games and Quintet games. This one is is a little different, like mechanically and even the way like the story's told and even the way that the mechanics work and everything. And so I guess I'm just not used to how it's delivering okay. hints and clues to me to, as as to what to do. So like looking at the guide, I'm like, I would have never thought to do that. Like, the good thing I have the guide. I would have right. I would have quit. You would, you would have missed this experience. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. So th- now that I have the guide, I don't think it's really detracted from the fun because the, the guide's even not giving you like like some walkthroughs are so specific. It's it's like the instructions for uh, you know like I don't even know what to compare it to, but you know so in depth that it gives you no chance to really learn on your own. Okay. Or this is just like, go south and find a guy. And you're like, okay, so now I know what I'm, at least no, I know yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah, you have a goal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's like, at one of the places you will find this. And it doesn't tell you which one. You know what I mean? So okay, it's kind of like, nice. it's, it still gives me an opportunity to, to navigate a maze or figure out a puzzle without giving me the, the answer. And, and that's Walk good. Walk three steps to the left and press A, B, X, Y, yeah. Right, because yeah. those parts of the game I, I'm totally fine with, like solving the puzzles and, and the riddles and all that stuff is easy. It's just like you know, where to go or, like, when to find something that's hidden. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have never known to fucking look there for that. Right. Or, or whatever. So, it's it's been helpful. It's 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 been good to, to keep the game going because I do want to play through it. Yeah, so yeah. That's that's where I'm at with that. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I, I don't have a problem with the guide. You know, so like, we, we did it We did it with Metroid. You know, did, and you yeah. have to think that that, you know, I, and I don't remember who brought it up. It may have been... Joffy, our friend Joffy. Yeah, he's just like, you know, look, a lot of those games were made... To sell to Nintendo sell powers. Guide. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I just... Um, it's kind of like saying, look, I want to go ski. So instead of learning how to ski, I'm just going to put on these skis and head down the mountain. No, you should have a guide. Well, that's yeah, that's a good... I guess that's a yeah, decent I mean, analogy. Yeah, just, I don't know if it's perfect, but, you know, oh, yeah. pop it into mind. I think it's a sense of pride among gamers to be like, well, I'll beat that without a guide. Like, I'm a good gamer. I'm smart. But at the same time, it's like, mm. well, you know, I save myself a lot of time and anguish. Right. right. I'm trying to experience and enjoy this game. I'm, this is obviously not the only game I have. Yeah. Especially in your case. And Well, if it's like a super mundane, like, part of the game that's just there to trip you up and it's not, it doesn't really factor into the whole experience. Right. If a guide gets me... A, through that and I don't have to slog through it and detract from my fun by doing that sure yeah yeah give it to me I agree anyway that's my medium to mild soapbox rant sure guides yeah yeah I like it what you what you been doing well um a thing happened a couple of Fridays ago Red Dead Redemption backwards compatible yeah it's a big deal yeah so I'm I you know immediately redownloaded it Mm -hmm. and man that game still look amazing I, I didn't didn't it get a little better with the no. didn't they uh, they, they upscale no, some stuff they didn't upscale a thing Are you sure yeah the only thing that slightly improved was the frame rate oh okay that's about it and it's not you know leaps and bounds it's just more of a steady thirty hmm. than before okay um, but yeah 
but no, it, it still looks great. It still plays great. And that's a game I never beat and was pretty upset that really? I never did. Well, you um, probably encountered all kinds of spoilers for that one. Uh, yeah, sadly. Yeah. But that's okay. Because yeah. to me, that world is just fun to occupy. Oh, it is. And uh, plus, I, it, the, the weekend that it went backwards compatible, they pretty much gave away all the DLC. Oh, wow. That's cool. Uh, I already had the Undead Nightmare thing, which mm-hmm. I haven't touched yet either. So it's like, this is going to be cool. And then my buddy Dan... Um, He's a big fan of the game and the multiplayer, so I think he and I might, oh, nice. might hook up and play some of the multiplayer. Very and cool. um, but yeah, I you know I was like, ah, gotta get this, gotta get back in this. Yeah, and um, went in the whistle for what uh, pretty solid rumors is that. It, yeah, there's part two's coming or at some point a follow up. It you know, mm-hmm. you knows? never know when when uh, Rockstar could drop yeah. that news because they don't they don't wait for yeah. a gathering or an event. They're, yeah, just, they're just like, hey, by the way, hey, it's Wednesday. It, Here's, yeah. you know, here's the news. It's Wednesday, July 20th. Here's okay. the news, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I did that, and yeah. uh, that's pretty much the only other thing I've played that I can think of. Wow. Yeah. What a loser. You don't even play video games I anymore. No. Well, you know, I I should play more. I just don't have time. I was, uh, over uh, the weekend, I had a pretty good lazy weekend, honestly. Hmm. Just didn't really do much because I got I got a couple big weekends coming up, so just kind of nice to just just not do anything. Yeah. So you need those occasionally, and I, I haven't had one of those in a while. It was nice. So, you know, I I did uh, a little flea marketing and yard selling, which was talked about in the the um, the Benny podcast, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the intro to that, and uh, just went on a tear of just um, trying out a bunch of games that I have on my bucket list. You know, throwing them in, getting getting a few minutes in, not really committing to adding them to the backlog or anything. Just, right, just let's see what's up. See yeah. what's up with this. And that's kind of how I got into Altered Beast when I played it. I just randomly serial serial killing games. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah. you're next. You know, just throwing it in there and, the and taking a few rounds on it. And if I got successful enough to get close to beating it, I stuck with it. In that case, uh, most of the time I didn't. But Beyond Oasis is one. It's a Genesis title um, that's been on the bucket list for a while. It's not quite on the backlog yet, but I was like, I want to see what the hubbub is. You know, I want to put it and see what's going on. And I got sucked into it. I mean, I played maybe two hours of it one night and stayed up to like one thirty in the morning. And nice. I was like, man, this is actually really, really good. It's like one of the closest things to Zelda I think you can get on a Genesis. Cool. And it was really fun. And uh, got to a good stopping point, saved the game, and shut off the Genesis. And I was like, I'll play, the, I'll, I'll play a little bit more of this tomorrow. This is good. Maybe I can beat it over the weekend. I think it only runs about six hours. I turn it back on and there's no game safe. So the battery in, inside the, the cart is dead. Gotcha. So I ordered some batteries and some game bit drivers, and I'm going to do a little more open cart surgery on it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try to get a new ticker in there. There you so go. So that I can save the game. But it, it, was, it hurt my feelers. Yeah. And it's two hours, of, two hours of gameplay I was pretty proud of. I thought I was doing can all right. You, but can you gain Jenny back to that? I don't know that I would. I mean, it's, a, it's an RPG. You want to uh, pick fair. up what you've, what you've got on the way. So a little bit disheartening, but um, I do recommend that game if you're – you know, if you're a retro lover like me and you're looking for uh, some top-down RPG on the Genesis, because there's not a ton of them yeah. compared to the, the Super nice. Nintendo especially, yeah. that one's a good one. Cool. It's a really good one. Very nice. All right. And now it is time for the Discush. The Discush. And I have it written down here. I think you, you, you had another way to title it. Uh, the way I kind of saw our discussion um, is our game sometimes too long, because mm-hmm. that's how I see it. But you, you're like... My my title for the <clears throat> this, this section was uh, in defense of short games. Yeah, so I, I feel like we're coming at the same point from two different angles. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, I'm a little more settled on it, maybe than you are. Maybe you're still in the let's yeah. ask the question, and me, I'm kind of like I got the answer. <laughs> maybe. Sure, no, that's yeah. fine. That that'll, yeah. it'll make for a good guy. Yeah. Um. Well, how do you want to how do you want to do this? Do you want to throw something out? Or yeah, I'll, I'll throw something out. Let, let's just start with the question. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you think mm-hmm. that the common perception is that a long game makes it a good game? Do I think that is the common perception? Common perception. Um, I think, I don't know that I necessarily believe that it makes it a good game, but I think people see that as a reason for a price. Okay. Like it, it, it it's a value proposition yeah, at it, that point. Yes. Okay. But I really feel like every time I read a comment section or, you know, a a soundbite or a press release or something like that, I I see this like, this game contains, you know, 300 hours of gameplay. gameplay. It's it's always put in a positive light. Yeah. Always. And I get that. Mm -hmm. I get that people want value. Yeah. And, you know, if I 
if I do. But here's here's there's a twofold problem I have with that. One, I don't want a game that takes three hundred hours to beat. I don't mind having a world I can spend three hundred hours in if I want. Right. And, and I am exaggerating. You can just put X where three hundred is. But um, you know, if it's a game that's hundred hours to beat, yeah, that's daunting. Oh yeah, very that's daunting. A commitment. I mean, yeah. And I think for people, I think we, you know, not, not to steal your train of thought, yeah, yeah. but I think for people like us who are high volume gamers. Like, you know, we're we're not so tight on our budgets. I mean, we're frugal, but we're not so tight on our budgets that one game has to do us for months. Yes. You know, and we kind of make it a point. I mean, if, if we played 300 hours of a game, this podcast couldn't exist. Exactly. So I think, you know, for us, and there's a lot of people like us, uh, that's a commitment. Yeah. And I think we steer away from those big commitments a lot of the time. Yeah. There are definitely, you know, some games out that are big mm-hmm. that I want, and it has less to do with the number of hours that I can spend in the world and more just I want to be in that world and sure. I want to play the mechanics or Absolutely. whatever. You know, like The Witcher 3 is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Fallout 4 mm-hmm. is a good example of that. It's like, I could spend hundreds of hours here. I don't know that I will. It's yeah. cool that I could, mm-hmm. but I really just want to be in this world. And that's what it belongs, that's kind of where that belongs to me. The other side of it to me is I feel really bad for people like CD Projekt Red, who's like, 60 bucks, here's a game with 300 hours. Yeah. And then here's Call of Duty, eight hours. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and I mean, I mean, discounting multiplayer, right? But, I was going, yeah, um, but and there's there's better examples of that. You mm-hmm. know, maybe an Assassin's Creed, maybe it'll last you twenty hours. Well, and, and games will force feed the multiplayer aspect to a game nowadays. Like even like Tomb Raider had one. Yeah, and which is ridiculous. just to say, you know, and you have open ended yeah. amount of of gameplay value right. in this multiplayer mode. That's not really good. Yeah. It's just there. Yeah. It, it feels tacked on and it's not complete. It's not polished. It's usually done by a different studio than yeah. developed the main game. And you can, you feel that disconnect. Yeah. Um, but it, that, that's kind of my, my initial thought is I really do think that people equate hours with quality. Yeah. And I feel bad for the people who are making these high hour games and we're still only paying 60 bucks for it and you know as a consumer maybe most people are like no it should be cheaper games are too expensive like no games are cheaper now than they've ever been yeah i mean if you adjust for inflation yeah absolutely and, and the budgets that are required to build exactly these things. yeah so i like i don't think we give developers enough money oh no especially I, for something like you know i'm not complaining no because I'm not complaining I, I very rarely buy a game at the 60 point price it's tag because very rare for me yeah and it's it's not I mean, it, it, like I'm, I don't feel like I'm ripping them off because I'm still buying them legally when they're cheaper. Yes, but games do get cheap quick nowadays. They do, and I think it's, I think it's the market turnover. There's so many more games releasing now. That is true. That they've got to keep that fire burning. Like there's, there's a few exceptions. Like Blizzard, Diablo three is still sixty bucks. You know, right? Anything by Nintendo. Yeah, anything by Nintendo. It's gonna hold value. Blizzard's gonna hold value. But pretty much anyone else that I can think of off the top of my head, there's probably other examples. But you know, mm-hmm. if it's out three months, you know, the price is going down quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then back to your does length mean value? Um, I was thinking Fallout Four versus Doom. Like Doom, obviously, I mean, like you said, it has the multiplayer, which is mm-hmm. is an open ended excuse for X amount of hours to be right used as a, a platform for value. But um, the campaign itself is maybe what nine or ten hours. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I haven't I haven't looked at the HLTB. And, you know, it's it's rightfully sixty bucks as Fallout Four was. Those are vastly different games. Mm-hmm. Um, different, completely different experiences, different lengths of the campaign, different, um, I mean, different players, different people would play yeah, those games most yeah. likely. Um, but I still think they're both, I think they're of equal value in terms of like, I think they're, these are both top tier and, and people, I mean, you have your problems with Fallout 4, a lot of people do, right? but you can't argue that there's not 60 bucks worth in there. Exactly. It might not be the 60 bucks that you had in mind, or maybe it was what you wanted and you didn't, you didn't realize you how quick you'd get burned out on it, but yep. it's still... You know, it's still a $60 game. I mean, no one's going to argue that. Yeah. Um, as is Doom. And there's, you know, anywhere between 25 to 200 hours difference in, in those in those games. So, yeah, no, I, I don't think it does. Yeah, I think I think you, you bring up a good point with the, um, you know, the, the audience. I think that, that has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't know, you know, going to a movie that's an hour and a half, but it's a really, really good movie. Yeah. Versus going to see, like the Italian version of war and peace or something where it's like, yeah, I paid 10 bucks to get in here and I can set in the movie for three hours and have a 20 minute intermission, but 
which one did I enjoy more? The hour and a half blockbuster that was exciting and cool and flashy mm-hmm. or the, you know, the, the big, you know, piece, the epic yeah. that just kind of drags on, you know, it, 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 I, I think it's just an, an audience thing. And I'm so bad about game hopping. Um, I, and I hate this about myself, but even if I enjoy a game, like as soon as I kind of figure it out, I'm like, okay, so these are the mechanics the game is going to make me use. So this is, this is the game. Right. I'm immediately like, okay, how long is this going to take me? Like, you know, even if I'm enjoying it, I immediately am like, all right, so how long are we doing this? If I find a game that I don't get tired of after I understand the mechanic, Mm -hmm. it's rare and I love it. Yeah. You know, and I think that's one, you know, when I was talking about inside Mm -hmm. uh, last time. Yeah. That's one of those games that was like that. The mechanics in that game are obvious within the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You pretty much know how to play the game. And, you know, I played it for five straight hours. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, there was intrigue, there was cool story, the nice vibe, and it, there was just a, a lot there to keep me playing. And that's right. what I really look for in a game. And I think if you can get it to that point, then the length doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Uh, but if it's like, you know, okay, there's going to be 40 hours of this. I think I'll play something else. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Um, in, in not even like I'll play, like I might even still have the urge to finish it. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I can play 40 of this, like without interjecting some other game yeah. experiences in between and keep coming back to this. And that happens a lot. I mean, that's, I mean, you're, you're a shining example of it. Like Far Cry Primal still floating around. I mean, you still got a oh, lot of games that you've moved on from and you'll probably end up going back to it at some point. Definitely. But, and it's probably due to that. It's probably like, okay, I've kind of figured this out now and I just, I need a break from it and, and do do something else different yeah. for a long and come back. Yeah. Um, I used to always do that. I used to always have two games going. That was back when I, you know, didn't earn my own money, but I would, I would have like, I buy, you know, an RPG or an adventure game or an action game. And then I would have like a sports game on the side. Yeah. That was just kind of how I did it. I was like, when I get tired of this one, I'll play this one as kind of like a cool down. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you think does does length or and, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but whether long or short, does it detract from whether or not you're going to add it to the backlog? Obviously, you just put a 63 hour game. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't. And and usually because I don't know how well I'm going to like the game. Because yeah. like I said, if a game can hook me mm-hmm. and I'm not tired of it, then I really don't care how long it takes to beat it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So. I. It doesn't detract from what I put on the backlog, like game I want to play. Like you know, um, I mean, I'm not going to put you know anything on there that's that's so open ended, like a like an MMO or anything that's right. you know. But if it's if it's has a beatable storyline and some credits to it, no, I don't I don't care how long it takes. But I will pick and choose which ones that are kind of on deck, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I do that a lot in terms of because um, I'm very. I mean, this is what the why I was a great candidate for this podcast is because I'm extremely meticulous and the, the shining beacon of analness mm. when it comes to shining anus shining anus beacon <laughs> yeah because you know I, I i keep i'm a scientist by trade i got have spreadsheets with with how long things take to beat and what's on deck and what's coming up and I'm like okay so like for example um dragon quest mm-hmm. so it's it's between it can be between like a 50 and 70 hour game depending on how bad you are at it i'll sure. probably be in the 70 hour crowd I don't want to play another long game right after that. So I'm thinking Shadow of the Colossus okay. right after that because it's maybe 10 hours. Yeah. Nine or 10 hours. And, and completely different experience too, which helps. Yeah. And it's sometimes my mood will affect them. Like, eh, maybe I, maybe not or whatever. Maybe I, maybe I won't. But um, I do kind of line them up. Like after Secret of Evermore, I'm thinking Donkey Kong Country 2 for the SNES. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, you know, I don't want to do too, too long of games back to back. And like, really, it really bothers me because I don't want to, like, I don't want to be tied down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got you. So as a man who's just getting ready to get getting ready to get hitched, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't need all these these uh, these weights hanging off me while I'm drowning in the water. But <laughs> no, um, yeah. So I, I don't think it really detracts from what I'm choosing to to eventually play. But like for what's on deck, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's nothing's worse than than being twenty or twenty five hours into a game, realizing it's a really long game, like mm-hmm. seventy hours, and thinking. Okay, how much more of this? Yeah. Well, and that, that's kind of another bullet point that I have here is, like, with a shorter game, you know, first of all, I have, as has been, you know, obviously seen the last few episodes, not the last one notwithstanding, I don't have a lot of time to play games. So, I like to see progress. Hmm. So, if I do have that 
you know, save file that's like, all right, let's say, you know, you look at a Fallout save file or something like that, and it's like, you know, 48 hours in, and then you look at your percent complete, it's like 4.7. You're like, I'm never getting anywhere on this. Yeah. I'm just not going to get anywhere on this. And, and a lot of games, like yeah, Assassin's Creed was really guilty of this. Like, oh, yeah. you can get credits at like 36% just because yep. of all the side all the bullshit that, that they throw in yeah. that you don't really need to do, and it would be monotonous if you tried. Yes. Like, that's just achievement fodder for those people yeah for me just give me give me what you really want me to see right you know i don't need to to do a whole lot i mean some side stuff's fine i'm not saying that that's bad right but if it's literally just being a gender yeah yeah no thanks but the uh, but the thing is you know it's just i like to see progress and Mm. and if i if i'm seeing just incremental minute progress that's discouraging oh it is because it's like i'm gonna it's going to take me till next year to beat this game yeah. if I play it, you know, every week. But I guess the flip side of that argument is, I mean, if you ever get to the end and you beat it, I mean, what a wave of euphoria! Look what you look what you've been through. Look look at the That's the knots you have. That's true. And I mean that that happens on occasion. That there's not. I don't think I've actually like. I think maybe I mentioned this last episode, but any like especially turn based RPGs are the ones that usually take the longest. Yeah. Right. It's the grind. I don't think I've beat any game that I've put more than 50 hours into. Like I eventually just fizz out. Like uh, I just leave them at like within a room of the final boss, mm-hmm. final fantasy seven, yep. final fantasy 10, parasite Eve. <laughs> like, yeah. And that wasn't even that long, but I just, Notorious. I, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a thing that I do. Um, do you have a, do you have another? Well, I mean, I think, that I, I I think I found the sweet spot for length of a game for me. Oh, and I think it is that four to five hour range. Okay. Um, and I think it, it I think it has to do a lot with the amount of time I have to play. Mm-hmm. But I also like, and this kind of feeds into episodic gaming. Yeah. You know, I like getting those little victories along the way. Yeah. That episodic games really provide. Oh yeah. You know, it's like I'm going to play a game for twelve hours, but Two and a half hours in, I get, you know, a form of credits. You know, yeah. I get I get some sort of payoff. It's not like I have to just keep going and going in those no, no wind in sight. I know that once I've been playing this for a couple hours, it's going to wrap up soon. I'm going to feel good. And yeah. then it kind of gets me excited about playing the next one rather than just having this linear path with this unknown um, destination. So I think, you know, playing games with some sort of payoff every four and five hours yeah, it's great. It's a nice little interval reward system. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it keeps you. I mean, it's like inside Firewatch. A lot of games are predicated on that principle. Like, I mean, that's you know, the way you play games is kind of a meta approach to True. reward system for like how Blizzard gets you hooked on things, right? Like, yep. it's just incremental rewards that keep you hooked. And uh, yeah, if games can do that um, as one one piece, like ah. So, Finish that yeah. notch on the belt. Can move exactly. on to something else. Take on a new experience. Yeah, there's some value to that. I mean, it's how movies work. It's how you know TV shows work. Yeah, especially TV shows work. Yeah, I I think there's also a certain element of when I'm talking about games, I want to add to my backlog. If there is a buzz around the game, I really want to play it. It's like Inside mm-hmm. Gone Home, which I still haven't played, <laughs> but like that attracts me to a game, especially if I know it's beatable. Like yeah. realistically beatable, um, that makes me like I want to get in on this. You know, I want to put this on the backlog and play it. So, but I think I think that timeline is good for me. Yeah, even if I'm like like I do the serially picking games off shelves and mm-hmm. trying to beat them, it's not so much. It's not really even that random for me. Like I, I do have a process where I, um, you know, I, I look up a little bit about the game, and the first thing I do usually if it's an old game because there's so much documentation surrounding the old stuff right um uh, that i can you know i have some resources i'll look up and see where it ranks in terms of difficulty and if I've, there's some games around that i've beaten i'm like okay now how long is it going to take me and I, I have resources for looking up how long it's going to take me how long is a run through but also how long does it take to get good enough to beat it so it's like it's 45 minutes but it'll probably take you 15 hours to master it to get to get there mm. oh, see that's a commitment that's, yeah. yeah that's, that's 15 hours so yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I do put a lot of thought into how long games are, and the difficulty does can play can play into that. Your skill can sometimes sure. determine the length of a game. Yeah, uh, more often, more times than not, obviously. I mean, that's unless it's episodic. 
basically yeah. you know that's how it works yeah, very little skill required for those episodic games which is what i like it's pretty much yeah i mean gaming skill i mean you still you have to have some wits about you right um and, and you can get credits like f- about being a complete moron too true but um true but i'm not i say it's not like you know watching those evo you know yeah guys oh yeah yeah it's like oh, I, I can't do that what about map size do you think do you think maps can be too big yes me too. Definitely. I actually think we're we're past the sweet spot. Like we're moving on to territory that is encroaching on just why. I, I think a lot of it is just that idea bigger is better. And like look look what we can do with this yeah. new hardware. And that's fine. I mean I do like a spectacle every now and then. I like to be like, wow, man, this yeah. is big. But at some point, you know, when you're fifty hours into a game and you're like, God, it's all the way over there. Shit. And yeah. Like, I gotta fast travel. I fast travel like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. You want to hear a funny, sad story? Go ahead. When I first played Oblivion, mm-hmm. um, you didn't ago, know that you could. Uh, I had no idea oh you could fast travel. I put. I, I I rode on a horse across you know, with Tamriel for hours. Now, some people make a conscious decision to do that. Well, I mean, for, for like absorption yeah, into well, the world and in in those bethesda games specifically uh sometimes it's a good idea not to because you can find things on the way right there's, there's all kinds of locations encounters or whatever so yeah if i'm making a direct route somewhere and i'm like well i've not really been through a lot of this and um i do like the sites sometimes in those games sure why not but if i got to go clear across the other side of the map yep. fast travel all day all damn day um and i was thinking gta 5 had a big map mm and it was sprawling, and it was nice because it was all it was you know it kind of felt like a good representation of Southern California, right? And that's you know for for that time four or five years ago, that's what people wanted. Yes, and it was great. But it's it, there were parts of the game, and I guess you could still fast travel or you could switch characters yeah. or whatever. But there were times where I was just driving, and I was just like, "Fuck me, this is yeah, so long." I am way I got, uh, got a long way to go. I got a long way to go. Long way to go. And one thing that Rockstar doesn't do, um. And they might, they I guess they choose not to for for a reason. But there's their the worlds are beautiful and mm-hmm. they're highly detailed, and there's stuff everywhere. But there's really nothing to do with that stuff. Like you can go to, you can see this thing out in the distance, and you can go to it, and you're like, well, here we are. Like there's really nothing special to find. Right. Whereas you know, in a Bethesda game, you go out there, you know, you find something cool. Yeah. You know, unlike find a story piece or a fragment of something that's yeah. that's bigger than than that. That's that's true. That they're 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 large worlds. But there's also not a lot of um, – it doesn't really add to the game, I, th- I think, is the bottom line. It's like, this is cool. Yeah. This creates a version of immersion. But I'm, like, I, I'm just more attracted to like the characters in that game yeah. than the world. Yeah, there's no, really, there's no motivation to and explore. Clearly, I'm in the minority. Because that you know that game sold sixty five million units, people are still playing. Oh yeah, people still play. And, and, and I think having the multiplayer mode does justify the size of that map. Yeah, because of all the stuff you can do, right. like fighter jets and all that. Um, but in the single player part of the game, there were times where I was like, "Damn, this is really big." Yeah. Um, and I, I don't say it's for no reason because a lot of work went in that game, and it is beautiful. And sure. It's highly detailed and it is gorgeous. But Tomorrow. I would probably appreciate it more if I had a motivation to to go go around. Yeah. Give me an you know, achievement for driving so many miles, or I don't know. I probably do that, but yeah, I yeah. mean, just in general, like you know, if I can go down a back alley and find like a, a special something, yeah, you know, why reward why, the whatever. exploration? Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of games do that, and they and maybe they don't feel like they should have to because it's like you know, our, our big game's beautiful. You should yeah, you, you should, should be exploring, it. but yeah. I don't know. I, I <sighs> didn't have the motivation to do that. I didn't either. And and here's the problem with those GTA games. Every time I play one, I think I've told you this. I just end up getting in the car and driving as fast as I can. And just driving into shit. Yeah, just going straight. Just going straight. Yeah. Just driving, just driving, yeah, driving. Um, I was thinking also the OG Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. That was a big map for its time. Like, yeah. Top down on something. But Open every world. screen had something. Had, had something in it. Something. A, a secret, something that you could find and do. Um, that's kind of gone. That you know now they they're just parts of the map that exist just to make it longer for you to get to another place. Yeah, just to be like this is just how far the way these fucking things are. Deal with that. Yep. I think some people are getting around that. Like um, when I, yeah, I just played finished uh, Firewatch. Yeah, and you know the map is big ish, mm-hmm. but it's also linear. You know, they're like you get a map and it's like here is this lake, here is this lookout, here is this canyon, and there was a path to each one of these things. No alternate route. And, like, the world was still big, mm-hmm. and they were a decent distance from each other, but it's not like 
everything was populated. Yeah, and it probably so, allowed them to add some detail to the scenery by not making it all interactable. Yeah. yeah. And, and the fact was, you know, these travel points were, you know, times for that dialogue to be happening between mm-hmm. you and the other characters. So gotcha. it, it kind of worked out well. And um, it, it didn't, it was never really overwhelming to like, all right, I need you to hike down to the canyon because I think something's going on down there. And you're up right. in your thing and you're like, oh, I know where that is. So you just crawl down and you're just having this conversation with this person while you're on the way there. And it, it never became cumbersome. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah. That's really and I think, I think it's a, a cool way to kind of like, hey, the world is big, yeah. but you know, we're not going to make you, you know, available to go through all this yeah i I still like sandbox games i still like the ability to do whatever but every now and then i kind of like to i don't like to follow the dangling carrot but i like to like someone uh, to hold my hand and say come with me sometimes versus here go figure it out it it depends on my mood it really does but for the the game and what the game's about i mean it depends on a lot of things but i would say seven times out of ten i'm more of a take my hand oh okay i'll do that sometime do it uh arkham knight had a really big map yeah but you can maneuver around and get from A to B so quickly, like between the Batmobile That's and flying around, thing. that it did not feel overwhelming. It felt the I would say that felt like the perfect size map. Okay, cool. And I, in every part of the map had something going on too, like kind of like Legend of Zelda. Like you couldn't really go far without running into a Riddler trophy or some quest objective that had to be taken care of. That made it awesome. Nice. It, it gave me like like I said, the map's not really one you want to explore it's very drab and gritty and dirty mm-hmm. you don't want to just take a stroll you just kind of want to be going places yeah. and then you encounter things along the way cool and i thought that was a really good a really good way to have a big map i think mobility is a big answer to that large absolutely map problem. like i think the the same thing can be said of sunset overdrive i don't, I don't know if you picked you played yeah, that i dabbled for a couple but of it's minutes. like there's all it's a pretty big world but it, there's a, a very fun traversal system yeah. so it just the act of moving is fun in that game yeah i hear you um, is too small or short mean less value? We've kind of touched on that. Like yeah, the answer is no. Question. I don't think so. I, mean, I guess it could. If the game is shitty. Like when we think, remember when we did a lot of the Bleed Indie games yeah. and a lot of them were free and a yeah. lot of them should have been free. Some of them should have been less than free. Yeah. Or at least a couple of them. Yeah. Um, For those little 15 or 20 minute experiences, um, I, I don't think that they're... They can have value, like, you know, what was the one with the... Um, Static Speaks My Name. Static Speaks My Name. Mm-hmm. Like, that one maybe deserve some money just because it was so outside the box and it made me think and it sat with me. Right. Finger bones even still. Yeah. And I think both of those were free. They were, yeah. Um, but they're really short. Yeah. But I still think there's some value there. Now, there are other ones that are made that are, you know, the 10 or 15 minute little run-throughs that are free and they damn well should be free. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it just it depends on quality, obviously. That's a, that's a huge deal. Agreed. But... Um, you know, if it's only 15 or 20 minutes, I don't think anybody's going to say a 15 or 20 minute game should be 60 bucks ever. No. Under any circumstances. No, I, I agree. I think there's definitely a line there. I do think of something like Journey, um, you know, which I know you weren't necessarily as enthralled I with. I appreciate it, but yeah, it's, you know. But with me, it was, you know, borderline religious rapturous experience for me. Mm-hmm. As like, I paid 20 bucks for it. And I was like, this is good. This is a nice trade off. I paid 20 bucks. It's a beautiful game. And it's something I still, that still crosses my mind from time to time. Oh, really? Okay. How much this game had an impact on me. So, you know, I think. So the price tag extends beyond the hours put into it. Yeah. yeah. It really, you know, if you can make an awesome game like that, then I'll, I'll happily throw money at your face. All right. I'll see what I can come up with then. Do it. So what else? Do you have any other topics about I game think length? That, I think length? It pretty much covered my, um, my points because I, I you know covered the you know the time I have to play the ideal length um, four to five inches uh, hours four to five inches yep yeah and I, and I think the I would say for me and not to cut you off but yeah. my ideal would be nine to ten I can I can stand nine to ten I think that's enough okay. time to tell a good story and for me to get about tired of it yeah and I'm like okay this is, you know, question if I, I had to, more time to play games I think I would be there okay but fair. you know given my Sure. Lack of time to do so. Um, w- one question that maybe we can even go out on, I guess. Mm, unless okay. you had, no. you were in the middle of talking. Well, about no, I was just going to say that the thing that the, my last question is: is memorableness of the experience, story, and characters does that factor into the value? Absolutely. The yeah. So, but I, I think I we were think, talking about that with like the journey, or I don't think like anybody knows that until you buy it, though. Yeah, you can rely on other people's uh, reviews or something yeah, like that. But I don't that, think but when they put it on the shelf, they can be like, this game's going to impact a lot of people and change a lot of lives. 
it's going to be 60 bucks. Like you don't really find that out until a lot of people get their hands I on it. I think they're surprised. I definitely think there are games that are built to do that. Sure. You know, like Life is Strange, I think is yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. There's a very strong social message in that mm-hmm. game. And I think... I think most times, though, even they, they attempt it and the, re- the reaction of the public will sometimes transcend what the people thought that it would do. Yeah, for like, sure. I was like, wow, for I didn't sure. know it would do that well. Yeah. Because the, the, the triggering an emotion through a video game is rare, but so awesome when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I was going to say, would you rather be left wanting more, speaking mm-hmm. about short games, mm-hmm. or um, just, you know, have have everything wrapped up in a longer experience? So, like, if you're playing, like, do you feel like everything needs to be wrapped up? Like, mm-hmm. Not when you say wrapped up. Do you mean like conclude the story? So or like we just we've we've kind of talked about like when you're playing a game and you get you get used to the mechanics and you're like when's this when's this up? Yeah. Like even if you're enjoying it, you're like eh, I can probably do this for X amount of hours. You kind of have that in your head, and then when you see, you know, maybe you look at how long to beat, and you're like, oh, so this is this many hours. If it were shorter than what you expected, mm-hmm. is that still good? Is it like man, I love this game, but it's only seven hours? I've never had that feeling. Or would you rather? get all the way through, get get as much as you can out of the experience. It ends in like 14 hours, let's say. I, I'm definitely leave me wanting more kind of person. Yeah, I think that leaves me, because, you know, talking about, um, for instance, Dishonored and Watch Dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, I got pretty full of that. And now they got sequels coming out. I'm like, no, no thanks. Right. I, I pre- now, Good. if they left me, you know, kind of being, if, if those were like, sh- I'm not saying Watch Dogs could have been shorter. It's one of those open sandbox games. But Dishonored certainly could have. Right. If it were a little smaller of a game and at the end of it I was kind of like man I like more of this sure the second one I'd be, I'd be buying it day one but yeah. it kind of ran its course yeah after you know however many hours it was I was kind of like okay this is neat so I'm kind of over it now though I, I just like those compact like mi- not microscopic that's not the right word but I can't think of the right word self-contained is maybe the best way to say it mm-hmm. like here is a character here's a setting here's a world you know just here's everything in one little package run through it versus it's kind of like this is another analogy that, that may work or not but like this whole cinematic universe thing that like mm-hmm. Marvel's doing DC's doing right. it's just like everything has to be connected to something else there's very few just self-contained stories right? and that's happening a lot in games and that's sort of driving me crazy it's like this is you know there's going to be a sequel we already know there's going to be a sequel and it's just like I just I just right. like a story, you know. I, I don't need a world sometimes. Yeah, yeah we I, keep coming back to Life is Strange, but that was a very good self-contained one-off that yeah, just, we'll probably never see those characters again in anything else, right. and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, it, it left me wanting more because I want to know what happened at the end, mm-hmm. you know, with, with my ending versus your ending, you know, where where do they go from there, yeah. et cetera. And it was, it was a nice, you know... Yeah, if they had another five episodes, do you think you would have been like, okay, let's... Uh, yeah, I would have been over it. Yeah. You know, I would have been like, ugh... Yeah, so I mean, but I, now I, now I can just sit and think about it. Like, yeah, hmm, I wonder what happened. If with they blah, 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 condense blah, blah. all of their good ideas into six hours, seven hours, beautiful, and for most games, and I can enjoy that, and then I'm ready to move on and play something else for a while. Then sure, I'll be looking for the next thing you put out mm-hmm. quicker. I think. Yeah, you know, burnout's heavy on games, especially nowadays. I think they're so big and vast, and you just once you like you said, once you get a feel for the mechanics and you see where everything's going, you're like, right, how much of this shit is, yeah. is left? Yeah, how, how, how long can I do this? Yeah. Yeah. Which is not why I play games. Yeah, and I think that's one reason why I'm so attracted to the a lot of the school. retro stuff yeah. is, uh, aside from the RPGs, but a lot of them, you know, um, you have to get, you mean, you, you put hours in getting good enough to get through them, but, you know, once you've mastered, you know, memorization of where things are coming mm-hmm. from and all that stuff, you can re- kind of refall in love with it. Like, it's... um you kind of get to see the whole picture after dissecting it. Yeah, you kind yeah. of you, maybe at first you fall in love with just how it works and how it looks and just getting to the end, and then eventually maybe you fall in love with it again because you're good at it. You're like, oh, now it's fun because I can plow through it. Right, like it's, it's it has a whole new appeal to it. So um, maybe that's one reason I do like those some of them that can be shorter mm-hmm. old games. Yeah, cool, interesting, very neat. Does that do it? I think that does it. There's episode 23 and the of books. the Polico Podcast. So what do you think? Short, long, games? I mean, people, let us know what you think. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think you get a lot of different answers from that. So. And it's relevant to our uh, podcast theme with the uh, you know, backlogging. Do you, 
Yeah, I think. How it, often are you going to put a you know three hundred hour game on the backlog? If you're right? a parent, you're probably not. Yeah, you know, a lot of people I know wanted to play The Witcher. They bought it. They put it in. They didn't get very far. Yeah, I mean, so far that's my story. Yeah, I I always think about it though. I, I look over my games. What, what I'm going to play? And like, and Primal uh, is also kind of open ended. I mean, it's a yeah tens of hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one that I'm going to finish, though. I hope so. I'm yeah. just hearing about it. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to finish it. Totally hyped on that. I was, man. Well, as always, mm. we're Polykill. You can follow us on the Twitters mm-hmm. at Polykill. Individually, I'm at Trev Plays Games, and I'm at the McAxel. We're also on Instagram under those same monikers. Follow us on Facebook. Like our page. Don't follow us on Facebook. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Follow like us. our page on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Polykill Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, YouTube's. Yeah. Just search Polykill. We'll yeah, pop up. You'll we'll see our mugs. Polykill.com, all our stuff's there. Yes, yes, absolutely there. Rate us on iTunes before you do anything else. That'd we should have be, said that at the beginning. We should have. <laughs> Stop. Give us a five-star rating. Yeah. Now continue. Yeah, or whatever star. Uh, leave a comment. You know, Let us know. Give us feedback. That's what we really want. In yeah. Any other way, any way you can provide feedback If for you're us, listening, tell us. That's all we want. Yeah, just, just tell us. You know, whatever. Cool. Well, we'll see you uh, in a couple weeks. I want to get married. Later.